Hello everyone and welcome back to this week's instalment of Not Just For Bop, the podcast from Winchester Student Union run by your sabbatical officers. Um, I'm Megan Bull and I'm president at Winchester. I'm Vic, I'm vice president education and, and I'm welcome. Ellen, I'm VP activities. Um, it's so lovely to be back again Woo-hoo. with another episode. Um, we're loving seeing you all enjoying it and sending in your questions you might have for us to answer we've got some later on um and and hearing your feedback so yeah do feel free to send anything in if you've got any questions if you've got any topics we want to cover but today um we're going to chat about the past week that we've had since our last podcast and then we're going to chat about a level results and give you guys a little kind of info on our A-level to university experience because we all had very different experiences and then we're going to do some questions from students. So I'll get started. Vic, how's your week been? Do you know what? I'm an emotional <gasps> mess oh, no. today. Oh, I don't goodness. know what's what wrong with start, me. Vic? I know. I've just been so stressed and I think I'm just mm. really busy and do you know when sometimes it all just gets on top of you? It's nearly the weekend. It's in reaching distance. But I definitely don't have that no, Friday feeling. Friday, to be fair. Mm, mm, I know what you mean. But got plans for the weekend. So keep myself busy and we we'll start again on Monday feeling fresh and funky. What have you been doing this week? Like, What have you been getting up to? You've been doing carbon literacy training, haven't you? Yeah, so um, part of my role, not just education and welfare, I deal with sustainability Uh and the environment from the SU side and work really closely with the university. Um, And I just went throughout lockdown, we went through some training, which was really interesting, actually. Um, So just finishing that off today. um, Yeah, just been super busy, went into the office yesterday, Mm. which was so lovely and got to sort out um, some stars, jumpers like all the stock from that we got to sort out some very interesting um things in the advice center so keep an eye out for some little information coming from there we love to see it but yeah just um building some new things in for september so we can't wait that's cool that's good to hear ellen what have you been up to how's your week been um my week's been pretty samey um Mm -hmm. i've just been doing more code of practice forms more um viability meetings I popped into the office I think two days mm-hmm. which was really nice although my radiator was on the other day oh god I bet yeah. that was a bit warm yeah radiator um was like Ellen your radiator was on so it was like a steam room it was horrible it was like 33 degrees outside yeah didn't need that on a day that was already 30 something degrees no not the one. Oh and my yeah, goodness samey same, same week for me um yeah, Amy is on annual leave now, so I was sort of wrapping up some bits with her. Um, but yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I'm glad you've had a good week. Well, I've been doing bits and bobs, really. Obviously, I was on annual leave last week, and then we were training the week before. So a uh, bit of catch up, bit of, uh, you girls will know, the kind of deluge of emails you come back to when you've had some time off is intimidating mm, yeah so just been trying to get get through those get back to people making lots of plans for September um and kind of freshers and what it's going to look like and um obviously there's been A-level results days too so we've been um kind of working with students who are coming in September congratulating them letting them know what's going on um and we'll talk more about A-level results mm-hmm. later um 
so yeah, it's been a busy week prepping for September, but I feel like that's probably going to be uh, the case for the rest of August anyway. <laughs> I forgot to mention something exciting that has happened this week across oh, yes. all our zones, actually. Um, we launched our applications for our representational networks assistant, our student voice assistant, um, and our freshers crew this year. Oh, so yeah. Anyone fancies either a paid job opportunity working with us three legends <laughs> um, and the rest of the SE team, or if you fancy a couple of weeks of really fun volunteering, mm-hmm. um, then go to winchesterstudents.co.uk forward slash jobs um, and you can apply. Um, yeah, they're such good little jobs as well, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, te- the representational networks assistant and the student voice assistant are 10 hours a week term time only eight pound 72 an hour you know like like ellen said working alongside us legends you know it was really funny on the um, <laughs> on the application form it's a requirement that you have to be able to work in a distracting environment and i thought <laughs> how funny that that's on the job description but honestly like you really do i think it's yeah. so if you're not true, getting distracted isn't it? by one of us you'll be distracted by you know someone else so yeah who knows what someone else. or something else yeah our, our offices are quite loud and quite busy so I miss yeah the I, that made me giggle when I saw that <laughs> I can't wait till we can all sit together and record this together in the office yeah in the uh in the radio booth because at the moment we're all filming from home aren't we we are indeed where yeah. are we? I mean, I know where you two are, but for the sake of our listeners. <laughs> well, I'm currently sat, obviously I mentioned last podcast, I just moved house. Amazing. So I'm sat at my living room table out in Oliver's Battery. I'm currently sat in, on my desk, <laughs> not on my desk, but like at my desk. <laughs> I'm sat at my desk in my room. Um, it's a bit all awesome. mm. it's samey, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm in my Winchester flat. Um, Uh I'm in the soft office today. The soft office. Well, I the soft office. I moved to the soft office um, (laughs) to film the podcast. You got to be comfy, haven't you? You have. You have. Yeah. So that's right. I'm ex- I'm excited for when we can all get in the radio booth to record it. But um, yeah, I'm not sure when that will be. But that'll be be fun. fun. Can. So next up today, we're going to talk about A-level results. So I'm not sure how many incoming students who will have just received their A-level results or any results, actually, whether you study BTECs or um, NVQs or any other type of college course or private provider course. Um, If you're listening, a huge congratulations. Um, You might have seen on our Instagram we, we we popped a couple of videos up saying congratulations because it's been a really tough and really difficult year and you've just got results in a global pandemic so you should be really proud of yourselves regardless and if it hasn't quite gone to plan I know that's the case for a lot of students around the country isn't it guys mm, mm, it's I don't know if anyone like is listening to the news or like the HE mm. news the higher education news it's such a big Sub, like subject topic mm. at the moment there's so many I mean we'll come on to discuss yeah. it but um the algorithms the government really mm. it's just I feel crazy so, I mean, you know, if you if you're listening and you've got your results in there you know exactly what you wanted or what you feel you deserved then congratulations I hope you've had a 
fantastic time celebrating and if you're coming to Winchester we're super excited to meet you so if it hasn't if it hasn't quite gone to plan and say maybe perhaps you're coming to Winchester through clearing or you never thought about coming to university until now we're still really excited to meet you and be rest assured that you're going to have a really really great experience um coming through clearing can be scary because you might not have even ever seen the campus mm. before you might not know much about Winchester but please don't be worried or scared or afraid you're going to have a fantastic time things just might look different to normal um yeah and if you've got any questions if you are coming through clearing if you've got any questions mm. like Megan said you've never seen the campus before like we've got plenty of pictures we exactly. can just ping you across on Twitter and stuff if exactly. you need like just anything so simple that will if it can calm your nerves, we can definitely. Try I mean, yeah, if you've got any questions about anything, just get in touch with us. And I know the university do have a fab team working on clearing at the moment. I know there's lots of people working busily on that. So um, I'm sure they'll be able to help you if you've got any questions at all. Um, so, girls, have we all been watching the media about the, I think I someone called it chaos yesterday and I think that's probably pretty accurate really Mm. isn't it of the results there I feel so sorry Mm -hmm. for people who've been robbed of their results I know it's absolutely crazy honestly like genuinely you'd think after a global pandemic everything like this just give give these poor students a break I think it was um the NUS president Larissa said the last thing students need at the moment is to be kicked down. They need a step up, mm. you know, and they, they need some support. Um, if anyone has been affected and they're listening, NUS has a petition going at the moment. I believe last time I checked, it's got over 9,000 signatures, which yeah. is incredible. Wow. Um, and it That's calls crazy. for the government to reevaluate the algorithm that was used to predict predict i'm going to use the word predict yeah people's grades um <laughs> so if you have been affected and you want to help lobby the government feel free to go and sign that nus petition i think i shared it on social media mm. so you can and i think ellen and victor too so you can yeah. go and find it on there i just think it's awful because it shows the inequalities in further education doesn't it and it mm. shows the classist education system when you're sort of in it and you're you're researching it or you're literally living it as you're Mm. working in HE or you've been affected by it in HE you understand it but now it's on such a public level um it's obviously it's not a good thing but more people are starting to like realize it which I'm hopefully it'll make a change really because it's absolutely Mm. disgusting what these poor students that have no sort of say in it at the moment but I mean they do by signing petitions Mm. speaking about it and speaking to your, if I mean, if there is any A-level students, like students out there that have got grades that they don't think are right, speak to your teachers mm-hmm. at the moment as well. Speak to your um, college sixth form tutors because they can yeah. help too. Um, just make sure that you're not just dealing, like just taking it and going with it. Like if you do feel like you've been robbed, please speak to someone about it because it's not And I think um, if I'm following what's going on rightly, Ofqual have released the appeals process. By all accounts, it's more expensive than it always has been, which is rubbish, isn't it? Um, Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, schools can help you if you feel you've been robbed. Schools can help you kind of, uh, schools and colleges, sorry, can help you put through appeals. So, yeah, please do speak about it. And from what I understand, I do think universities are working with students who didn't get their predicted grades. 
Yeah, I've seen quite a lot of um, things on Twitter about it. I don't know too much about that, but I've seen quite a few mm. things on Twitter. Mm, me too. Um, yeah, so I think the Black Lives Matter movement has really shown us the racial inequality in education. And I know there's been lots of uh, students calling for better kind of uh, anti-racist education. But I think, you know, what's going on, it, you can't help ignore, can you, that the, I think, what's the latest stat? 48% of students have had their grades downgraded. But a huge percentage Whoa. of those students are from BAME backgrounds, they're from working class backgrounds, mm-hmm. they're from um, comprehensive schools, you know, state schools. It's it's diff- it's difficult, isn't it? Because it, it just shows the level of classism and racism in education and I think you know I don't think that's something that universities are free of either I think it's something that universities need to work really hard um to kind of overcome and that can be seen in attainment gaps and um the levels at which students from different backgrounds are able to achieve at universities so it's certainly not something that's just on kind of further education colleges and sixth forms it's um it's something in HE too but yeah awful and my heart goes out to any kind of student who's received grades this past week and they haven't been what they've expected or deserves and it doesn't mean you won't get to where you want to be it's Mm -hmm. just you know on that note getting where you want to be Mm -hmm. I think we should talk about our own experiences going from a levels or whatever courses you studied to university because I think we all had quite different experiences didn't we oh my goodness I think so yeah trip down memory lane for us who's gonna go first um who had the most kind of I'll use the word stereotypical because I think that's what people view as the stereotypical experience would it have been you Vic no I think well I don't know Ellen maybe you I don't don't know I feel like mine had the potential to be proper stereotypical and then it just (laughs) didn't work out like go on then Ellen tell us tell us what happened with you (laughs) I'm gonna study A levels I'm gonna expose myself now go for um, it yeah I studied A levels I have three A levels um I went to a sixth form college of my school Mm -hmm. um planned to have a gap year um, I applied to my gap year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I applied to Winchester um, to defer entry. Oh right, um, yeah. Along with four other unis, and then I scrapped that all on results day. Um, oh wow! Yeah, got my results. Scrapped all five um, deferrals because it was for a different course, and then took a gap. What year. course were you going to study? Education studies. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. Um, and then I ended up taking the gap year without a place at university. And then when it got to the next UCAS deadline, I think it was like the day before the deadline, mm-hmm. I just reapplied to five different unis. I kept Winchester mm-hmm. um, for geography. Oh wow! But yeah, my plan was to go travelling with two of my really good friends from home. Um, you know, find myself my gap year. <laughs> find yourself in Bali. Um, but yeah, that didn't end up happening because of various reasons. Um, I was a little bit unwell in my gap year. Oh no, were you? Yeah, a little bit. Um, but it's fine. We move. We mm-hmm. we get over it. So I just worked at Waitrose throughout my gap year and then came to... <laughs> oh my, I sound so sorry. Gap year, Waitrose. <laughs> 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 for exposing myself. Um, but yeah, that was my... Right and then you came, and so came, you came to Winchester in September 2016, the same as me. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Cool. Vic, and what did you do? What was your experience? 
so I didn't do A levels necessarily. I did for I went mm-hmm. to a college, and I did um, an extended diploma in musical oh, wow. theatre and A level mm-hmm. dance. Um, so I did that, and I was, you know, the whole old wives' tale. I was going to do something else, and I was going to dance or whatever. Um, didn't end up happening for reasons. So. At the last minute, I went, okay, I'm going to go to university because I wanted to get out of my hometown and I wanted to sort of go a bit afield. So as we've all said before, I'm from Leeds um, and I chose to go all the way down the country. So I went and visited um, I went and visited Winchester at, no, uh, at an open day and I loved it. And I applied to be, to go to um, the course of joint education, studies mm-hmm. and drama. Um, so I wanted to be like a drama teacher I thought I could do that um, and came I was a fresh 18 year old so I came straight from college um, but obviously I you got all the questions because I had a BTEC qualification well an extended diploma can you even get into uni uh, like yeah. can you even study what you want to study and I was like yes yes you can like it's a different course it's a vocational course obviously but um, you can still study in a typically academic course if you've got vocation yeah I hate that whole assumption that uh, that whole a BTEC oh. isn't as good as an A-level is absolute rubbish mm. it's completely different and your strengths play to what you choose to do so I'm not necessarily the best at academic mm-hmm. like writing down I found my discs really hard things like that but I could go and do mm-hmm. practical things so I chose to do that but then your path in life changes and I went to uni and I did that and um yeah I went in I was a fresher in 2015 oh so long ago um but yeah so I was a fresh 18 year old not a lot of my friends were 18 they took gap years and things like that mm-hmm. and they came after um having a bit of decision but I knew that that was the best route for me to go straight mm. into education um and straight then you away. Did your... so yeah that you did your undergrad and then you did your master's straight after as well yeah I did so I went straight into it um also not taking a a time out in between that so I finished I did my three years undergrad and then I did my year master's and then I did the Been shop in Winchester a while now <laughs> this will be my sixth Incredible. freshers that's disgusting you're, I need to let go I need to run now. away <laughs> oh my goodness yeah crazy what was yours like well, Megan I know yours mine was, was a bit, a bit different. different so I went to um my same as Ellen my sixth form that was linked to my school I absolutely hated I did A levels and I absolutely hated them I had a rubbish time at sixth form I just I don't think I had my people at mm. sixth form um mm. I had friends you know from school uh good friends but our school I went to an all-girls school and for the sixth form it was linked to our school but it was linked to the boys school in my town as well so I didn't know any I didn't know any of the boys because obviously I went to an all-girls school um and I just didn't find my people I didn't enjoy it um I probably wasn't in you know a very good place personally when I was doing my levels either so really struggled wanted to drop out after my AS levels um mum and dad kind of encouraged me not to so I didn't, I did carry them on, but I came out with two A-levels. So I don't have a full set of three like most people do. Um, and then I, because I hated sick form so much, I decided I never wanted to study ever again. So <laughs> I um, just left sick form. I got a job. I worked in B&M. 
I love B&M. <laughs> I worked in B&M on the tills and doing restocking shelves and things like that. Oh, the dream. Um, and then I went traveling. I went to Australia and New Zealand. And then I came back and I had to leave my job at B&M to go traveling. So I came back and I had, it was kind of the January. So I'd been out of sick home for six months. And I wanted something a bit more um, permanent and kind of structured. So I got an office job. Mm -hmm. um, I was an admin assistant and I did kind of lots of photocopying and stuffing envelopes and things like that. And then I got a couple of promotions, worked there in sales. And then just one day, I remember I was on holiday with my mum and dad in Spain whilst I was working at the, uh, in the office. It was an engineering company. And I just turned to my mum and dad one day and said, I think I want to go to university. Completely out of the blue. I don't think I'd ever mentioned university. Never shown any interest in it because I hated sixth form so much. And I just decided one day that, yeah, I wanted to go to university. Thank um, goodness you did. Yeah. So mum and dad kind of, you know, I'm, I'm an only child. So I think they were, you know, they were like, oh, and they've never been to university. I'm a first generation kind of uni student. So they were, ah. I think they were quite excited, really. You know, they took me around to all the open days. And um, I was very limited because I only had two A-levels. I was limited yeah. on where I could even apply and look. Right, I didn't even apply yeah. to five unis. I think I only applied to three in the end. Wow. Um, came to Winchester, just loved it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then I came here September 2016, same as you, Ellen. Mm. I did business management with Enterprise and Innovation. I was 20, nearly 21 when I came, and I, I felt a lot older than a lot of my peers when I arrived actually when I got to know people I didn't you even notice the age difference no no I think I was, at all. I think I was worried about it so I kind of made it into a big thing in my head mm. but it really wasn't when I got to know people no and also your a-level results don't really get spoken about once I you're never. here honestly a-level results or like Megan said whatever qualification you have received last week it's just a gateway to mm -hmm. the, the next stage of your life so don't yeah. stress about it too much um, I honestly when I you know with all this going on this week I've sat and thought a couple of times hang on what actually were my A-level grades and I have to kind yeah. of crack my brains to remember because I don't I don't we're not asked about them are we yeah, apart no, from when you not. fill out an application form yeah no. <laughs> yeah but no so wow well we all had vastly different experiences yeah. didn't we but it does just prove that if if university is meant to be for you, it yeah. will happen. And if it's not, don't worry mm. about it because there's so many different paths in life that you can go to and go down. 100%. Life will take you anywhere that it needs to. So don't fret too climb. much. <laughs> Why is working on vice president again? <laughs> yeah. I never, one last thing, I never even visited Winchester. Did I didn't you not? Know, I didn't know Winchester existed. I never came to an open day. I applied twice oh, wow. without being it without seeing it Gosh, without really? knowing anyone here I just got this feeling you know I was like, oh that's the place for me oh see my mum made me <laughs> really? visit because obviously it was oh, so yeah. far away she was like you need you can't yeah. move all the way down mm. the country without visiting the place that you're going to but as soon as I stepped I went on a coach as well I did the full coach journey there and back wow. in one day um but yeah, I stepped off the coach and just thought Winchester oh, is done I got that me. When so I, too. I just I love the community feel yeah. that I got on open day. And I mean now having been here for five years, I know for sure that community feel is definitely mm. something at Winchester. So yeah. So any 
student coming in September or any student thinking about coming to Winchester who's listening, if you've not had a stereotypical experience, whatever that might be, I mean, what really is a stereotypical experience anyway? If Mm. you've not got the grades you wanted, if you're struggling, reach out, don't be scared. Like, like Vic says, life will take you where it needs to be. And um, yeah, you'll figure it out. And there's, hey, there's three people here telling you what fab experiences we've had at Winchester. Um, And they've all been mm -hmm, so different as well. So moving on to our next section, we've had some questions from students on social media. So we're going to answer these questions. Ellen, I think the first one I've got here is one for you. Oh, good. What is happening with societies (laughs) this year? That sounded so unenthusiastic. Sorry. Um, Societies. So we have over 150 activity groups, um, which consist of societies, sports teams, representational networks. And I'm not sure if this is an incoming student that sent this in or if this is a member of a society. Incoming I'm student? Not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for all our incoming students, our activity groups are all open and available to sign up for when you arrive. Um, obviously, that our favourite phrase, it's going to look a little bit different, but there's so many societies that you can um, engage with virtually and um government guidelines mean that a certain amount of people can meet in certain spaces um we're sort of waiting to hear from university facilities still about mm-hmm. um obviously timetabling has been massively um disrupted so we need to hear about spaces on campus that we can use for our societies um but the short answer is you will be able to sign up to one of our many many societies or multiple of them um, and get involved and meet the students that are in those societies. Um, and I'm sure they will be planning lots of fun, virtual, socially distanced. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think you made a really good point there, Ellen. I've Over the years, I've met so many students who think they can only be a part of one society or sports team or network. Yeah, no. No, sign up to loads if you Join want. Join them all. There's so many low-cost societies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't even worry about it. You can try them all out if you want. Yeah, definitely. Um, Ellen, question for you again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> how will societies, sorry, how will sports societies work with social distancing rules? Or, okay. What a good question. So this is, a. I'm, I don't know if this is from someone in a sports team or an incoming student. Again, mm-hmm. um, th- there could be a very long answer to this. Um, I'll try to keep it short. Mm-hmm. So we're where our sports teams are concerned, we are following university guidelines government guidelines and the um national uh what's it ngbs the national governing bodies for oh, yeah. individual sports so each sport has a different ngb mm-hmm. um which we have to follow the rules to as well um so it's going to look like indoor sport might be a little bit more difficult than outdoor sport but we're trying to move indoor sports outside so we can get more people involved mm-hmm. um we're also we heard back from university facilities about sports hall um, i'm not entirely sure on the number we can have in the sports hall yet but all these types of things we're considering and just mm-hmm. keep an eye out on all the rules um but they will be working we're going to support all our sports teams as best as we possibly can um the university league has been postponed for a semester um mm-hmm. so no one will be competing um as part of Bucks until next year 
anyway. As in January? Yeah, as in, yeah, got you. Sorry, not academic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with social distancing, a lot of rules have changed. Um, it just depends on the NGBs, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that hockey, at the moment, you can now play six-a-side hockey, almost full contact, which is a little bit bizarre, but that's the rules that the NGB has set. So. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. God. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, we're just going to have to adapt and overcome and do what we're told really yeah and kind of rest assured for anyone worried ellen and amy our um activity coordinator and mm. everyone in the su is absolutely working non-stop to try and yeah. make sure that kind of these groups can meet um, risk assessment central at yes. the moment i can imagine lots and lots <laughs> yeah um, sorry that was a really awful answer i feel <laughs> no but it wasn't because so much <laughs> You're is still like, up yes, in the air. Was. No, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not. Because so much is still up in the air, yeah. isn't it? And it's, it, I remember, you know, back at the beginning of the pandemic, we were answering questions, saying, basically saying we don't know because everything was changing every day. Yeah, we sort of have a better idea now. Um, we're just working really closely with our sports teams to get good plans in place, good mm-hmm. action plans, good risk assessments and all that fun stuff. Got you. Okay, so the next question. I'm not sure if I can answer this myself or not. It's from a current student. I know exactly who it's from. It says, is the president nice or not? <laughs> oh, I've got an answer. Oh, go ahead. Go on. <laughs> Why don't you ask those 900 students that voted her in again, you know? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's pretty nice. I, I think I, she's I pretty can great. Be, but if you catch me at 9am after I've been working at BOP until 2 o'clock in the morning, you might not think I'm so nice. <laughs> Oh, no, you definitely need to, like, you, you know her. You know that she needs yeah. to go get a coffee. <laughs> Sleep um, deprivation central. Put <laughs> some, cri- some hummus crisps on a desk I, and she's I'm fine. not going to expose which student said this to me, but the other night I was told that I was unapproachable and I just thought, do you even know me? Oh, wow. And I think it's because, like, a lot of the time when people come into my office, it's usually, like, a pretty stressful time. Uh-huh. And I'm very, like, tunnel vision on what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm not unapproachable, though, am I? No, I don't think you're unapproachable at all. No. I mean, it depends, I guess. I think, well, we, I, I mean, we've tried to pride ourselves on having an open-door policy and yeah. always always being open to students coming and chatting to us. I mean, open-door policy going ahead with COVID restriction, I'm not too sure how that's going to work. But, no, yeah. we're, we're approachable and you are too, Ellen. Oh, thanks and you're nice Meg there we oh, go thanks, thanks. the compliments are flying you Vic, are nice Vic, Vic I'm all um, right I'm at the bottom of the tolerable. pile <laughs> okay can we all just I'm glad this is caught on record now because we can all just see the imbalance <laughs> um the next question Ellen another one for you you're very popular at the oh moment. my goodness guys is okay. there an LGBT plus society and will it be going ahead in September Yes and yes. <laughs> um, so Spectrum is the well, not society anymore. Representational network you are after. We have eight representational networks. Spectrum are a super engaged, oh, that's enthusiastic, fast. driven bunch. Um, they provide such a welcoming, safe space on campus for so many students. Um, they're so committed to campaigning and recruiting new members um, and making sure everyone's just having a great time um really 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 lovely bunch and yes you'll be able to sign up to all our activity groups like i said uh, when you arrive um you can follow them on instagram you can look them up on our website if you want to get in touch with them before you arrive um 
but yes we do and they're great yeah spectrum are so fab aren't they they're so yeah. engaged um cool also i'm sure you can find spectrum on social media can't you yeah if, if, if this yeah. is um i'm assuming this is an incoming student yeah um just search them up on instagram twitter facebook and you'll be able yeah. to find them so the next question i'm assuming this is also from an incoming student is what will happen for freshers vic do you want to answer yeah so i mean i'm speaking quite obviously here freshers is gonna yeah. look a little different but i know the whole su team are working super hard to create such an amazing atmosphere um, we're trying to recreate, obviously, the atmosphere that you get in person as well as we can um, with all the guidelines that we need to follow to make sure that all students are safe while still getting the opportunities to be engaged with your student union and all the opportunities that we offer. So um, different things will be mm-hmm. released and that will be released on the 21st of August, which is a Friday. So if you go check out our stuff on social medias and um, on our website as well so um, all the information oh, will be posted exciting. there so it's next Friday oh how exciting mm-hmm. I have how to say exciting. I did have a sneak peek at the event schedule and it is looking exciting it's so good what we have like the whole team have uh-huh. managed to pull together in this time because obviously expectations have been mm. very wary um, but it's just amazing what our team have been able to do and yeah I'm me too proud and there's some them. really cool events that like are really innovative and I think I like saw some and I was like that's so cool that we've been able to put that together so yeah I'm excited okay so the last question that we've got is from a student who says I've seen quite a few posts talking about a virtual freshers fair wondering how this will work so yes this year we are doing a virtual freshers fair normally we have one on the Saturday of freshers week where we have about Two and a half thousand students come down onto campus and, you know, they all pile into a tent down um, on the ditch and um, in the vault and things like that. Obviously, this year we can't do it like that due to COVID restrictions, social distancing, large gatherings. So we're doing a virtual event. Um, Ellen, do you want to talk about how activity groups are going to do the virtual fair? Yeah, so obviously a huge part of Freshers' Fair is um, meeting all the societies and networks and sports teams um, face-to-face. Obviously, we won't be able to do that, but everyone will have a little drop-in session, a little virtual drop-in session, so you can click on and meet people, you know, face-to-face virtually. You can meet the committees. You can ask questions. Um, We might have a few drop-in in-person sessions as well. and there'll be loads of um, online bits and bobs and videos and social media stuff. So you'll get to see everything we offer. Um, yeah, it'll be really fun. And I know for a fact that all our sports teams and societies and their committees, everyone's really excited for Freshers Fair, um, even though it is virtual. And they're really excited to get online and start recruiting. Yeah, that's exciting. And I think, you know, the good, the good thing about it is you can attend from anywhere. So I think sometimes, you know, well, distance learning students, if they're not in Winchester, then they weren't probably able to attend the Freshers' Fair before, but they can come kind of to the online sessions and any commuting Mm. students who don't want to have to kind of come down onto campus on a Saturday, they can attend when it's online. So, yeah, it's definitely, uh, we keep saying it, don't we? It's going to look different this year, but it doesn't mean it's not going to be fun. Um, And I think that's definitely the case for Freshers' Fair. It's going to look different, but it's still going to be great fun. And tiring, probably. 
Like, <laughs> we won't even be, you know, going to these late night events, but we're still going to get no sleep, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, um, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, just to let you know what's going to happen next week, we are doing a welfare special, which is incredibly Woo-hoo. exciting. Vic, I think we're... Um, getting our student advisor Rianne on the podcast aren't we? Yes so um, as part of um, the student facing welfare team there is me Mm -hmm. and Rianne and Rianne is our student advisor and she's absolutely amazing Um, if you need anything please go to her you can um, like start speaking to her on if you go to our website which is www.winchesterstudents.co.uk forward slash advice you can fill out an inquiry form on there and if you need anything you can ask on there and you can speak um to Rianne through there but yeah so she's going to come on and we're going to answer a few questions about the welfare zone and what that's going to look like um this year and how the provision is going to be changed a little bit but we're still going to be able to hopefully meet all your mm. needs and um support you through um academic appeals etc etc but if you want to ask anything as always um please feel free we will probably put something up on our instagram like one of those little um question boxes so um keep an eye out for that and if you want to ask any questions please feel free too exciting i'm excited i'm looking forward to filming next week it's gonna be good yeah me too getting rihanna i know she's foul isn't she so, um, as Vic said, if you've got any questions that you want Re to answer next week, or, or Vic, or me, or Ellen as part of the welfare special, um, we'll have a mm-hmm. question box on our Instagram. If you have any other questions you want us to answer, non-welfare related, feel free to pop those on there as well. And we'll try and get around to them next week, if not, maybe the week after. And we very much hope you're enjoying the podcast. It's our third episode now. I'm loving it. So um, we will see you next week for our fourth one. And we hope you all have a fantastic week. Yeah, have a lovely week, Thanks, guys. everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.